personally, I'm from Ukraine, right? I've lived in Korea, like, eight years, and then we moved here. And then um, whenever I'm, like, around people from Ukraine, they often ask me, oh, like, where are you, where are you from? I'm like, I'm in Ukraine, you know? But what city? I'm like, oh, I was born in Korea. And they're like, oh. So it's, like, kind of new because a lot of the times, like, most of my family, they all, they're all in Ukraine. So we're, like, the only ones abroad. Same. And it's... I feel like with time, you kind of get used to it because you, you're, as people, I think we absorb what's around us. And living in Korea, I've like absorbed a lot of their culture. Um, and especially because I spent a lot of my childhood there. And then I came here and it's like another culture. I feel like it really saturates a person, like a person, because then you could have really interesting conversations. You have really interesting experiences and you can see how different the cultures are in this world. Welcome back to MYP Decoded. The focus in the next two episodes will be on international mindedness. So in this episode, which is episode eight, um, the idea is really to just have a close look at what an international school, international community looks and feels like. And this coincided nicely with our annual international day, which actually hasn't really happened in its full capacity um, for a couple of years due to COVID. In the second, which is episode nine, we'll take a closer look at curriculum links and how international mindedness manifests itself in the curriculum, in the middle years program, as well as looking at some of the other aspects of being internationally minded, which perhaps aren't all that obvious and not all of which are always positive. So it's quite important that we do investigate international mindedness from as many aspects, many lenses as we possibly can, because as you'll discover, it's not something that's easy to define. All the IB program models highlight important shared features of an IB education, one of which is the development of international mindedness as a primary aim and context for learning. The IB includes three dimensions when referring to being internationally minded, namely multilingualism, intercultural understanding, and global engagement. Now, in terms of defining international mindedness, this is something which is open for discussion and debate. And as far as I have found in the literature, there is no agreed definition. So what I did was embraced AI as we are doing these days and typed into chat GPT, please provide three definitions of international mindedness. So I've asked two of our young MIP students to read those three definitions. International mindedness refers to the ability to understand and appreciate different cultures, customs and perspectives from around the world. This includes being open-minded, curious and willing to learn about other cultures and ways of life. Another definition of international mindedness is the capacity to think and act beyond national boundaries. It means to be aware of and sensitive to global issues and to take appropriate action to address them. A third definition of international mindedness is the ability to communicate effectively and work collaboratively with people from diverse cultural backgrounds. This involves having the skills and knowledge to navigate cross-cultural interactions and to build relationships with people from different parts of the world. In anticipation of International Dress Day, as well as our very popular International Day, which took place on Saturday the 4th of Feb, the Grade 9 students were asked to discuss and reflect together on a few questions related to international mindedness. 
I caught up with a few of the students to collect some of their thoughts about what it means to be internationally minded. Uh, hi, I'm Harriet Button and I'm from England. I lived in the Caribbean for two years of my life and then I've lived here since I was 15. Hi, my name is Leila Mai van der Maat I am 14 years old. I lived in Saudi Arabia until I was six years old. Then I lived in South Africa for two years and then I moved here. Okay. Hi, my name is Yulia Tamurivna Kurkishko. I'm from Ukraine. I was born in Korea, lived there for eight years. And then I moved here to the UAE and lived here since. So what are the three words that come to mind uh, when someone mentions international mindedness in the context of an international community or school such as ours? Uh, for me, it's probably open-mindedness, respectfulness and caring. Mine is probably safe space, considerate and caring. Also caring. Okay, that's good to be caring. Very important. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with all of them. I think respect is a huge thing because we're in a, such a huge community and everyone is from everywhere basically. I think it's important to be open-minded to each of these um, nationalities and be open to learning new things and obviously respect them, respect their boundaries, respect traditions. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to the chat with the grade nine girls in a minute or so. I would just like to refer to a research article by researchers at the University of Bath um, carried out a few years ago about international mindedness in um, I think nine case study schools and um, some of the terms that we use to describe uh, international mindedness included global mindedness, interconnectedness, open mindedness, global citizenship, international competence, intercultural understanding, inclusivity, uh, diversity, international community and multicultural empathy. The findings from all of the nine case study schools have shown that the operationalization of international mindedness in practice is highly contextualized and dependent upon local factors, including geographical, political, religious, social, and cultural. Okay, so what about the 10 learner profile traits that we, um, we obviously visit all the time in the IB world? Um, could you each potentially select one of those and say how you can embrace international mindedness through, through that trait? Um, I would say that caring, when you embrace it from that um, sort of perspective, that we all need to be caring to the different nationalities and the diverse cultures that we have in our school, and it's important to just be caring towards one another. I would say, like, open-mindedfulness. Like, it's really important to be considerate of other people's cultures and nationalities and religions. So, yeah, just to be open-mindful about where you are and who you're talking to. Yeah, I agree. Open-mindedness is, like, a big thing because, again, when you're in this huge community... You have to be open to new ideas. You have to listen. Like, you could have these like really interesting discussions. You'd be like, "Oh, in my country we do this," and then somebody else would be like, "Oh, in my country you could do this." But without being open-minded, you're not able to have these discussions and learn about other people's cultures and communities. Yes. Very true, and um, I think we spoke briefly yesterday in your tutorial as well. So research uh, suggests also that it's quite important that people first reach in before they can reach out, which means understanding yourself um, before you can really try to effectively embrace other cultures. What do you guys think about this and why would this be important? Um, I think that that is very true because 
it's very important to understand yourself so that you can help to empathize with others so that you can see what they're going through and if they need any help it's also easier to make it you make yourself more acceptant of other cultures and nationalities okay um yeah so i think it's really important to know your own heritage before you can get to know others i agree with this to like some extent i feel like it's really important to know where you come from and who you are because culture is such like a big part of your identity but i feel like a lot of people, a lot of, like, the time, their parents are, like, from different countries. Like, one of their moms could be, like, from two different places. And that's, like, a huge, like, you're from so many different places. And I feel like if you don't fully understand that, that's all right. I think you could still connect with other people and learn about different cultures. But I think knowing a lot about yours could really, like, enrich the conversation. It could be, like, oh, in my country we do this oh, my ancestors, you could, like, refer to that. That would be really cool. It is important to understand who you are, but I think, to a certain extent, it's all right if you don't know, like, everything about your country, you could still have that conversation. Great. So let me throw, like, a little curveball here. Um, We have a lot of third-culture kids at this school. So for students that are still trying to sort of um, establish their own identity because they have never really lived... Uh, where their parents lived. Um, so I think especially with third culture kids, it's kind of important that they try and figure out which culture they mostly want to represent. They are more than fine to represent many different cultures, um, but it is important for them to understand the heritage of these cultures. I'm fortunate enough that I was able to, even if it was only for a short amount of time, I was able to experience some of my own culture, my own heritage. And that's something that was really important to me, to be able to better understand where I come from in my family. Um, but as someone who majority of her life has lived in uh, the UAE, you learn to adapt and you learn to embrace that culture as well and you learn to take that on. You know, it's, uh, it's fun and it's exciting because you get to have many different perspectives and many different cultures and nationalities around you at all times. Learning a local language is of course important in terms of integration as well as um, just it's respectful to be honest. Um, However, embracing multilingualism is one of the three dimensions uh, laid out by the IB when when talking about international mindedness. In our language policy, section 1.4, titled Principles of the Language Policy, um, we actually lay out the fact that social interactions in mother tongue languages will be valued and encouraged. So it is certainly something that we do encourage, not all the time during lessons, of course, But if and when possible, we certainly encourage and promote its use. So I think, let's go back to Leila. You mentioned about embracing the country that you live in, which is the UAE. Um, Have you managed to acquire much Arabic? And and when has it been something that you might have used just, I don't know, anecdotally here and there maybe? Well, I was born in Saudi Arabia, so practically I came out out of the womb learning Arabic. I am genuinely sad that I don't know how to speak Arabic fluently yet, but I mean, I think if I had the chance to redo it, I would take it more seriously when I was younger. Um, I've been learning Arabic my entire life. I know bits and pieces I can read and write it. Um, it really helps when we go to um, like when we go to Oman and stuff, and I can speak to the locals and understand whereabouts we are. Yeah. The thing about Yulia, she's had four different alphabets, if I'm correct. So. Yeah, I was actually fluent in Korean, Korean, but then I moved here, and I was, like, so shy to speak, so I forgot the whole language. 
Sosa. What was your English like when you moved from... Oh. Where were, you were born in Korea. But yeah. And so. I had, so I had nursery and kindergarten, mm-hmm. full Korean. And then I remember in grade, my parents understood like, we're not going to be in Korea forever. She needs to learn English. So um, instead of putting me into a public school, they put me into a private school, which was an international school. And, and I had knew zero English. So instead of, because I was already like, practically, I was like fluent in Korean. So they took me out of Korean lessons, like, because we had lessons for Korean too, because they were like international kids. It was an international school. And they took me out and they sat me down in like a room similar like this. And they were like, okay, like we're going to learn English. And they just spoke to me. Like it, <laughs> they just spoke to me in English. First, I was lost. A lot of tears, a lot of homework that I didn't know how to do. But I'm here now speaking English. and it. So you just acquired it by osmosis. So you <laughs> just became an English speaker by yeah. conversing. Well, um, so tomorrow is International Day here at our campus. And what are you looking forward to most based on the last International Days that we've had? The, food. the, the food. food! Oh my gosh! So which countries is food? Because it'll be like 80 countries there. Yeah. yeah so that, the South African booth always smells the best because there's... Oh, so fire. Just, yeah, it's, it's great. Unless if you're a vegan or vegetarian, in which case That's you stay stuff. on the other side yeah. of the campus. Yeah, tough. Well, come on. <laughs> what, what happened to the open-minded? <laughs> well, that's not very open-minded of you. <laughs> okay, and what about you looking forward to? Um, I, don't know, I enjoyed Serbia last year. They had great quiche. Okay. It's not called quiche in, Serb- in the Serbian stand, but it's like quiche. <laughs> <laughs> the last proper international day we had was in grade six. Yeah. But I just remember, like, Russia has crepes, so I'm going to go with Russia. <laughs> um, I'm really excited because... There's a lot of different countries mm-hmm. that you can like experience the food and see what it's like. But also, if there's your own country too, like for example, I'm going to be helping out in the Ukrainian Great. stand. Okay. And I'm so excited because I'm, there's going to be other Ukrainian people there. Like, and I can speak to them in like, Ukrainian. is so fun. Because like, you're in school, but you're speaking your language. So what's the main Ukrainian dish that will be there? Um, they're doing pastries this year. Mm-hmm. But I wish they included like vareniki, borscht. I know they're going to have mling tea. Mling tea is like basically crepes. It's so good. My mom's going to make them. And there's also going to be cheesecake. We've, we've actually been planning this for like oh, two yeah. weeks now. We're actually, ma- you've mapped out the whole route. We are time. actually like really We excited. have the map. We're like <laughs> <laughs> going to this, there, there. I'm so excited. Okay, girls. Thanks so much. And we'll see you uh, stuffing yourselves around campus tomorrow. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. Yes, no. <laughs> okay. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so International Day has come and gone, and I must admit, this ended up being perhaps the best International Day I can recall in my 11 years here at Roja. And not just because it's the first proper installment since before COVID, the, the way the community really came together was, was quite something. So I started by asking our principal, Mrs. Palina Hull, to give us a few thoughts, and that led into a number of interesting conversations, as you're about to hear. Hello, it's absolutely wonderful to be here this morning. Um, International Day hasn't actually started. Kickoff is at 10 o'clock, but already everyone is set up and ready. Um, I'm so proud of our diverse international community. And today really is a celebration of everyone's culture, learning about each other's culture and appreciating each other. So I've just arrived here at the Morocco stand. And I wish uh, the listeners could actually see this amazing outfit that's been put on a mannequin. So, so this is a grab. The meaning it's water servant. 
So he has water in a, a tank, but it's made with the goat okay. skin to keep it cold. And he will do the bell like this, and then people will come to him to get water. Excellent. And you can give him whatever you like. It's not uh, there is no price. And how many you know? years ago was this? Ah, uh, this is very very old. Okay. This is very very old. And all of them they have the same outfit with this to keep them uh, for the for the sun. And you can find them in Fez, Marrakesh, everywhere. Okay. And what are your thoughts on this International Day overall? This is amazing. Really amazing opportunity to know other countries, to discover new uh, new countries, new uh, culture, new food. Yes. We enjoy it. So I'm here at the Slovakia stand and I've got Sylvia, Tanya and Maria. Um, what do you ladies think about the day and any, any other thoughts? This is amazing day. I'm really happy that we can be a part of it. Yeah, so after this COVID period, it's, a, it's really great to have these kind of events back. And it's really nice to, to get back together, all the parents, see each other, get to know each other. And uh, just just keep going. These kind of things really have to remain a part of every event in any international school, anywhere in Abu Dhabi or anywhere else. And this is the most beautiful event I would like to add in Raha International School, and it should keep going. And I'm so happy that it's finally back. And what Slovakian food do we have available here? So we prepared um, honey bread. Okay. It's a Slovak version of a gingerbread. But it's very traditional, especially the hearts. We are decorating it, and it's from the past. When girl wanted to show the love to his to his boy, so she decorated the heart. Okay. And oh, then so symbolism. That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, that, that very sweet-looking thing. What is that? Yes, it's like a traditional rolex. You can do it with chocolate. You can do it with the nuts and any other ingredients. But it's a it's a like a fresh yeast based uh, pasture which is very traditional for Slovakia and basically you know Slovakia like in the history was a poor country the people were really very poor so basically we have a lot of uh, food and a lot of dishes that are made really of flour and meat uh, mostly pork meat Excellent. and cheese yeah we're learning a lot today I think I'll start with that sweet looking thing I can't Just remember the name but okay <laughs> enjoy the day thank yeah. you so currently at the stage, in the middle of the Global Village, there's a wonderful performance by some students representing India, as you can probably hear. So I've come across two young ladies from grade 8 who are helping out today. So maybe... Uh, you guys can tell me what you're doing, where you're from, what a day like this means to you. Um, my name is Sarah, I'm from Tunisia, and this day is about like people really showing where they're from and the food and the culture, and it's really fun to learn about everybody's culture. And what are you, what are you doing uh, today by helping? Uh, we're transporting the things to everyone's country still from their cars and helping everybody get where they need to be. Wow, and there's a lot of countries here, aren't there? Yeah, there's like 50 plus. What about you? Um, my name is Rosanna. I'm from Morocco, and I'm doing the same thing, helping people out. It's really great because, like, every single time we go to the car and we like get people's stuff, we can see <clears throat> a little bit more of their culture. So it's it's really great. Excellent. It's getting quite warm, even though it's supposed to be the middle yeah. of winter. Have a good day, yeah. girls. Thanks. Thank you. Flying the flag for the Middle East. Yeah, we have of course Jordan and Palestine. Some really impressive booths here. 
we have some drummers from Pakistan coming past. I'm here at the UK stand and we have four ladies from, I think, different parts of the UK. <laughs> so what does a day like this uh, mean to, to you and to your kids and the community? It's lovely to get all the nationalities together. Acceptance of different cultures, it's fabulous. Okay, and do you think if your kids grew up, grew up here rather than in... Scotland, would they have a different outlook potentially? Absolutely. It's very, very limited. I mean, we live in a global world with all the social media, but it's not quite the same as having a day like this. Especially for the younger kids, they're still not really with the social media, are they? So, yeah, it opens up friends as well to realise that ultimately they're all the same. Like, they have friends from all over the world, but they're just friends like kids. So, yeah. And just normal, and it's as so, it should be. So over here you have things, food from Northern Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. Oh, and English scones. And you said scones, not scones, I love you. Okay, yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, so I'm here at the Korea stand. Uh, certainly a bustling place with all sorts of culinary delights on offer. And I'm speaking to Harry. Are you one of the organizers? Uh, I'm the, one of the organizers from the food section. Okay, excellent. And what are your thoughts on the day and international mindedness in the community? Yeah, it's very important the school that uh, after COVID is the first uh, international day after two years. So, so everyone is very excited, everyone is very organized. I think it's a big statement in the whole, whole every three years. Yeah, I've never seen so many smiles on one yeah. day. Yeah. Hi, I'm Andy Tomlinson, the DP coordinator here at Raha. Um, international mindedness, I mean, it's the... If you look at the model for the IB, it's the out, outer ring that binds the whole of the IB together. Um, everything else is inside the circle of international mindedness itself. And I'm standing here at the International Day here at Raha, and it's, um, it's great to see the international mindedness in, in its actual uh, physical embodiment. We can see, I'm looking at uh, a stall from Japan, uh, Germany, Ukraine, Croatia, South Africa, and we're all here together. Everybody's sharing their own cultures whilst experiencing each other's. And that's what international mindedness is to me. It's um, having your own identity, your own culture, but also understanding and welcoming um, the influences of other cultures as well. So we can all be uh, international minded and understand each other's cultures, worlds, experiences. So that's International Day done and dusted for 2023. What a colossal collaborative effort it was. It's testament to the strong community vibe we have here in our little corner of Abu Dhabi. In the second part of this focus on international mindedness, we'll be diving deeper into how this important aspect of the IB is reflected in our curriculum. I'll also be highlighting a few consequences, which are sometimes not all that obvious when you have a melting pot of nationalities and cultures living together. So please look out for episode 9, which we'll be following in a few days. Until then, hasta luego, wiedersehen, totsins, masalama, goodbye.